welcome to Press Track by Track, I'm your host Darren, and today we'll be talking about Avalanche from One Night Alone. Recorded Spring 2001 at Paisley Park and released on the 14th of May 2002. On the track it is just Prince. The song is 4 minutes 24, and joining me to talk about it today is Eric Harza. Hello, Eric. Hello there, Darren. Uh, in terms of a genre, I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I feel like uh, like this is like a protest song, right. but hidden hidden as like this gentle piano ballad. Mm-hmm. Um, and its lyrical content is about, I mean, it's about as political as I've ever heard Prince get. Um, you know, there was a song that he had on, uh, the gold experience called we March, mm-hmm. uh, which was, I think kind of was around the time of the million man March. So that was kind of seen as being about that, but Prince insisted it was recorded before that. So it wasn't really about it. Okay. Um, but here, you know, I don't think we can deny, uh, <laughs> that Prince has gotten political, right? Um, you know, and the thing is as well, it's delivered delivered in such a kind of, um, you know, like kind of almost quiet way. Mm-hmm. Like you you wouldn't really think that there was anything kind of political happening. He's wrapped it in a very uh, unassuming and, package of <laughs> like a very yeah. piano, jazzy type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the lyrics basically, I mean, that's obviously where everything gets very political. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one line in particular that I think, uh, you know, uh, people might kind of debate, but... Uh, you know, Prince says uh, he was not or never had he been in favor of setting our people free. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for the 13th Amendment, we wouldn't have been born in slavery. Uh, he was not nor never had been in favor of letting us vote. So you see, Abraham Lincoln was a racist who said you cannot escape from history. I mean, it's all right now. There. I didn't realize while I was listening to this what I was <laughs> listening to. However, now that I read the lyrics... It is a very different song than I thought it was. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I think it's because Prince delivers it in such a kind of quiet manner, and right? he's, he's, he's not, not angry. like. No, he's <laughs> he's kind of just trying to he's trying to hit the rhymes basically. This whole kind right. of like free slavery, so you see history, like he's just trying to hit those rhymes at the end. So you know, like because it's got like a, I guess the structure is. Uh, a B C B D B E B. Like mm-hmm. the the first lines don't rhyme, but the second lines all rhyme. Right. So yeah, I and <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I mean, I guess you like the intent of Abraham Lincoln and, and you know the Thirteenth Amendment is something that I'm sure you know other people uh, you know who were better qualified have discussed at length. Right. Um, but I I don't know. I like I wouldn't I wouldn't say out loud Abraham Lincoln was a racist. But then again, you know I'm not. I don't have relatives who were brought over to America right. I, on slave ships. I think it's, so, it's never wrong to say so many people in that time were racist. And I think in a yeah. lot of ways he probably was Abraham Lincoln probably was racist. I think he was in favor of uh, people going back to Liberia when he was president. But uh, that was a pretty common opinion. At the time of yeah, I was going to say with that problem. So yeah, I I think repatriation was something that were was probably a you know one of the kind of solutions, solutions yeah. that mm-hmm. was probably being sought in terms of how to solve the issue of slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I you know Prince basically saying if it wasn't for this amendment that was passed, you know, basically slavery you know, wouldn't have ended. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, the, you know, Steven Spielberg's film Lincoln is about Abraham Lincoln trying to get Slavery that amendment passed. Right. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Like, in the end, you know, he was the one who signed the amendment. He was the one who, to my knowledge, I'm not, you know, a scholar of American history. Mm-hmm. But as I understand it, Abraham Lincoln, you know, the phrase is Abraham Lincoln freed the, sl- the slaves. That's the one right. that I'm familiar with. So, 
I'm I, guessing, I'd say you that know, in its essence, that's probably it's true. Quite likely that he knew the political realities of what was going on in his country, and he knew that essentially this had to happen. Uh, what he personally thought, I don't, yeah. I don't know, so it's hard to say. But no. he, his actions speak very loud. And let's put it like this: in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, <laughs> he seems like a fairly chill dude. Right, so. right. Um, so i i think i think like prince is probably correct in that you know abraham lincoln probably agreed with the prevailing opinion of the time which Mm -hmm. was that you know the slaves were worth less than you know other citizens um but and i guess in modern terms you would you would kind of say he was racist but i I, you know at the end of the day he understood that the situation needed to be sorted out Mm -hmm. and And he was able to fight a war to to free the slaves so yeah well this is it he was willing to go to war you know states were willing to secede everyone was willing to put things on the line in terms of you know uh, for the whole kind of slavery Mm -hmm. issue so um you know but at the same time i just love that prince has this gentle piano ballad where he says the words it is ballsy it is very very ballsy (laughs) and darren i'll tell you i did not realize that i'd be fighting in the name of abraham lincoln (laughs) to talk about a prince song this morning and uh, the thing is as well then i mean like kind of the rest of the song isn't quite as political we Mm -hmm. kind of get like uh, i don't know if you want to call it a chorus but i guess it sort of is because it's a thing that's repeated a couple of times where it says like snow coming down the mountain that landed on wounded knee Mm -hmm. no one wants to take the weight of the responsibility so it, it doesn't contain the title of the song avalanche which you know comes at the very end of the second verse but that is repeated after the second verse. So it, it kind of, to me, that feels like a chorus. And we're in, we're in a point of Prince's career where he's basically given up on choruses. Mm-hmm. Um, so if a song has a chorus, it's worth noting. Um, you know. And then we kind of get brought to, um, I don't know, I, I, I don't know, I guess like the jazz age, uh, where Prince sings, hear the joyous sound of freedom, the Harlem Renaissance, hear Duke Ellington and his band, Kick another jungle jam. Mm-hmm. Do you want to dance? <laughs> Which wow. I, I kind of, I always love when Prince asks questions about what you want to do. Um, and then, of course, he says, "Who's that lurking in the shadows?" Mister John Hammond, with his pen in hand, saying, "Sign your kingdom over to me and be known throughout the land." Now, John Hammond apparently was um, an agent. I don't know when he lived because it's hard to find information on him, mostly because of the film Jurassic Park right. and the fact that there is now a fictional John Hammond. And if you Google him, you mostly get. The fictional John Hammond. Mm. He's very um, expense from, to... Uh... He, <laughs> yeah. So from what I understand, he was an agent who signed, uh, you know, mostly African-American talent. Um, and he signed them to contracts that apparently were more beneficial to him than them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which is a, a kind of common theme of, you know, um, I, I guess you would say, you know, some of the artists from like the 50s and 60s. This is a subject that Prince touched upon in a song called Jughead. Where you know, little Richard had a kind of punitive contract that basically meant he was getting like twenty percent, and his managers oh were getting eighty percent or something. Yeah. So, and apparently that was quite common. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, th- there are stories of certain producers putting their names on songs where they didn't write a single note, right. just so that they they would get the royalties, and then mm-hmm. obviously those royalties get passed on to their kids. This is actually a storyline in The Sopranos, right? right. Um, yeah, so so it's kind of a common theme of like people being exploited, but mostly you know African American mm-hmm. artists, and you know apparently that is what that line is referenced to. And I mean the rest of the song then spells it out uh, with the whole kind of sign your kingdom over to me, where he says uh, you ain't got no money, you ain't got no cash, so sign your name, and he claims your innocence, just like every snowflake 
in an avalanche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like obviously Prince had had some dealings with Warner Brothers that left him kind of bitter on record contracts. Mm-hmm. So it feels a little bit like Prince is re-airing that grievance one more time. But at the same time, this was something that was common, you know, in the fifties, sixties, even the seventies, of artists being exploited by record labels that signed them to kind of punitive contracts. And so, you know, Prince is obviously kind of, I feel like he's equating that to, um, you know, slavery in the sense of, you know, um, the times of Abraham Lincoln. Right. And obviously there was a point where he used to write slave on his face. So, right. you know, this is this kind of almost fits with the storyline of what Prince had been going through yeah, almost a decade earlier, basically, from like 94 mm-hmm. through to like 99. So I don't know it's kind of interesting that he brings it up here and then makes a direct comparison between. <laughs> Effectively, I'm guessing he's saying the Thirteenth Amendment was the same as when he got out of his contract with Warner right, Brothers. Right, right. I I think he's doing some weird comparison here, but I think his overall point, though, like the avalanche itself, is the bunch of white people who screw over everyone, essentially. I get, and the thing is, as well, like. Um, you know, it's not that I don't want Prince to get political because mm-hmm. obviously, I, I, you know, he's he's entitled to be as political as anyone else. It's just rare that he ever gets political. Like he, right? The, the, like the amount of songs that you can count, you can kind of count on one hand when he got explicitly political. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going all the way back to you know something like Annie Christian, um, or even Ronnie Talk to Russia, and mm-hmm. then you have a song like this, which like the title probably would be better off as um, uh, I don't know, maybe just call it Abraham. Abraham was racist. racist. Yeah, I'll get him more attention. Um, I bet. <laughs> yeah, I I think I don't know because because of the because of the chorus which talks about like wounded knee. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe like if the if the title hadn't already been taken by the band, you could call it the weight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I guess avalanche works just as well. Um, you know, and also kind it just, of it just doesn't come up in the song a whole lot. Yeah, that's the thing. yeah. It's just it's just a passing mention before we get the kind of chorus one last time. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know. It to me. I don't know. Look, the songs on this album are a little hard to judge because a lot of them kind of feel like demos. This actually feels more finished than some of the other songs mm. on the on the album. Right. You right. know, in particular the fact you have this chorus and you have this very explicit message that Prince has kind of linked between these two people of John Hammond and Abraham Lincoln. And he mentions, mm-hmm. you know, the Harlem Renaissance Band and Duke Ellington. Like, so right. this is not just Prince kind of, I don't know, singing platitudes and kind of turning it into a ballad and, you know, just messing about for a couple of minutes. This is, you know, one of the longer songs on this album. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like Prince has actually put some thought into it, where some of the other songs feel a bit more like demos. This feels kind of finished. And it feels like Prince, ha- you know, he had an idea and he you know, he really kind of worked on it and kind of explicitly put it into this song. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. For me, I would have to say, uh, I mean, I, like... I don't know. I like. I don't want to go as low as a three, but at the same time, I don't feel mm-hmm. like it's a four. So it's probably, I don't know, three and a half edging down to a three. I'm gonna give this a five out of five, <laughs> just because. Okay, so here's the deal. I listened to this song. I so I had to get my cell phone fixed, so I went to the cell phone repair store. They said, "Here, while you're waiting, you can put on any song you want." And then he turned around the little tablet and let me choose. And I decided, "Oh wait, so I gotta listen to these songs for the podcast. So I guess I'll listen to any of the songs that I have on Amazon." Avalanche was one of the songs I had, so I put it on. Had no idea that this is what it meant. I gladly played Avalanche for me and that dude sitting and fixing my phone. And that that he has put this insane protest song into what is a very smooth piano song, I had no idea that, that was well, that's what it was until I read the lyrics. And for that... I say bravo, Prince. This is an amazing, like, it's an amazing stealth protest. 
and it, it is it is very like uh over the top in what it's saying and i kind of love it for that i, I love it for that as well so five out of five like he did an amazing thing with this and i did not expect to see this when i <laughs> do this uh thing yeah uh prince performed it uh on the one night alone live tour it is on the one night alone live uh album as well there's a performance from uh, portland oregon um on there and you know by the time uh you know prince got to uh kind of like you know march 2002 he had kind of stopped mm. playing it live so <laughs> so um i don't know i guess right. this is a hard song to fit into your catalog after you've kind of done the tour that supports the album um so i can't mm. i can't imagine prince like 15 years later you mean this wasn't the closer every for every uh <laughs> i don't know actually i'd be interested to see where he where he played it in the in the set list when he did play it um, right right yeah well apparently he played it after when you were mine and before uh, family name from rainbow children um and that mm-hmm. was those were the final two songs before the first encore so has he ever talked about this song at all because it, it is just so i don't know it's it it so clashes with what the song actually is and what it's saying that it, it's it's great to me. Uh, no, I mean, I couldn't find anything like, I, you know, I, I did a little Google around and try to find if there was any kind of commentary about it, but I couldn't find anything, mm-hmm. you know, from Prince. This is during the period of time where basically he just recorded songs and put them on the internet and then it kind of just, you know, didn't do anything else. Like he, he wasn't giving interviews. He wasn't going on like talk shows or anything. You know, he was just recording right. music and sticking it out on the MPG Music Club. So there's kind of actually very little about Prince's life from this time. Um, you know, other than okay. the fact that he got married for a second time and then got divorced. Until Musicology, right. he really, you know, he really didn't kind of promote stuff. So there's very little commentary from Prince on, you know, music at the time. But there's very little commentary from mm-hmm. Prince on most of his songs anyway. Um, right. Yeah, he was right. never one to kind of explain his songs, and I feel like the lyrics in this probably don't need a huge amount of explanation. Like, no, no, they they don't. They don't. Yeah. But I, I was just wondering if anybody had ever asked him, like, why record this so, song? Do you want to talk about this a little bit more? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why, why? And why would you put that into this song? I don't, I think I think the thing with Prince as well is if he had an issue, he always resolved it by recording a song. So I feel like right, if you right. were to ask him why did you record this song, he'd go just listen to the song and like. I think that's the th- like in terms of like getting the message across. I think for Prince, you know, the the song is the message. Like you don't you don't need to explain what's right. going on. You know, like, um, and he was he was never one to explain what songs meant. I mean, you know, during the time of emancipation, he reluctantly did a, a number of interviews where he kind of explained what the album was about. But you know, you could mm-hmm. kind of tell that he wasn't really willing to get too far into the details of stuff. So, um, right. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it is it's an interesting song, kind of on an album that is mostly kind of like you know, ballads about, you know, Prince being in love or, you know, mm-hmm. he getting divorced or whatever. Like, they're, they're kind of more about his his private life a little bit. So it's just interesting that he throws this one in there. Um, particularly as his, you know, his whole thing with Warner Brothers had been resolved for years now. Like, you know, the last time Warner Brothers released anything for him was like three years before this. So it just feels, okay. it feels kind of weird that he like brings it up like one last time <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, it's, right. it's almost like he's like okay warner Bros. aren't paying attention i'll make a i'll make a point about how <laughs> my contract being you know finally signed and, and kind of me getting uh-huh. out of it was like the 13th amendment being signed by lincoln like right, right. i just i love that he's decided three years later to do a song that draws those parallels for everyone 
Um, mm-hmm. So, but I feel like we said about as much as we can about Avalanche. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Aaron? Yeah, sure. You can find me on Twitter at erichkino, E R I C H K I N O, and uh, find me at Topic TBD Pod. Sorry, Topic TBD Podcast on iTunes. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast or you could email us, not sure what you would, at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks mm-hmm. once more for being my guest here, Eric. Yeah, no problem, Derek. Maybe people would want to email you because uh, they want to talk about Avalanche. Maybe. I mean, you know, <laughs> if you are uh, John Hammond, by all means, do email. Uh, otherwise, goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.